Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back to the Live in the Dream podcast. Matt Scaletti here with very special guests who I've been chatting with for the last half an hour. She's pretty, she's pretty awesome. We got Elise Sullivan in the house. She is a really great friend. Boxing badass, which we'll get into in a little bit. Nine-time half marathoner, soon to be 10, maybe. We'll ask her about that. And recently, most recently, jumped out of an airplane for the first time. Plus, she has the highest energy of anyone I've probably ever met. She brings it every day. And I met Elise in a boxing class. And just for the viewers and listeners, I was minding my own business, taking the class. She was teaching. And she ran up to my heavy bag and basically yelled, encouraged maybe, to keep hitting harder because apparently she thought I was slacking off. So it it motivated me. It was a big time help, pushed me through the class, and I immediately knew this was somebody I need to be friends with. So Elise, what's up? Welcome. Oh my, hi Matt, what's up guys? Oh my gosh, yeah. I would like to add on to that story though. He was literally not even punching the bag. He was just staring off in this space. So. <laughs> Like my fashion is, as some of you may know, I don't tolerate that ever. Like in anything in my life, I will not let anyone just sit and stare. So we are here and just having a good time. But yeah, it's safe here. Just clear that up for you, Matt. Just have to clear that up. Thank you. She It took her 38 seconds to zing me for the first time. All right. And the podcast is over. It was nice having you on, Elise. Have a great rest of your night. <laughs> No, I wasn't slacking. Maybe I wasn't giving it my all, but that that is true. She knows when people need to be pushed a little further, and I really admire that. So, all right, I got to ask you. So you, you went skydiving recently. We're going to talk about that. You recently moved to Florida, which us Pittsburgh people are still hurting here in the city. We're, we're mourning that loss. But you, you've taken, like, you're, it seems like you're a risk taker. Like, you do things that are outside of the box like have you always been a risk taker that's an interesting thing um I can't say I have no I'm not I usually or haven't been a risk taker um I think recently in the past like couple years I had a mindset change that I just kind of felt like I needed to live a little bit more in a sense and experience things in ways that I haven't before um, kind of really as cliche as it sounds find my true self and like in a way in doing that is doing things I've never done and just taking the year of yes and just continuing the year of yes uh, on and on so yeah I don't know it's not really like I love being risky now it's kind of fun like you know you get to try I know. <laughs> it is fun I mean you're that's pretty cool you've turned into a completely different person I kind of I like the year of yes okay so now I gotta ask you because I don't know the answer to this and I'm going to kind of put you on the spot since you brought it up. Don't get nervous. It's not going to be bad. What's, <laughs> do you have something else 
in the this year of yes that is outside of your comfort zone that you are planning on doing well that would be no fun if i told you because like <laughs> that would like literally be that's true that's true so, i guess we'll just have to wait and see and like with you matt like there's no negotiable so like if i tell you i have to do it and maybe i'm still thinking through the logic of things so you never know <laughs> that is that's very true it is a non-negotiable thing when when something's brought up and you get called out, you got to do it. Okay, so your energy, just so so the listeners know, what, before I met Elise, I was talking to one of the other members of the boxing gym and they said, wait till you have this instructor that has the most energy we've ever seen in our lives. And I hadn't met her yet. And then I'm like, okay, this is true. She has an insane amount of energy. And I obviously admire that. Whether you're teaching class at five, six in the morning or at night, you bring it. Like, is there a secret there? Like, is how do you have so much energy? Is there anything you do on a daily basis to bring that sort of energy? Or is that just who you are? Pre-workout. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-workout, energy drinks, black coffee, Americano's great. Um, highly recommend. <laughs> No, seriously. Um, I don't know. I've always just been high energy. I love having a good time. No matter the scenario, I could be teaching boxing. I could be out with friends or I can just be doing any at work. People think I'm so passionate with my work and it's just because I just want to be on a good mood a lot. Um, one of my best friends told me from high school, she told me one year that um, one thing she loves about me is I always push people. And like, I guess that has always stuck with me. And I didn't know I was doing that. And now it all kind of clicked in my head when she told me that because I've been called the fun enforcer in a lot of different <laughs> scenarios. I've been the boxing instructor. I have been the one yelling at the end of a finish line race. Like I just, it makes me feel good. I think that's what actually drives my energy is it makes me feel good when I see other people pushing themselves or being just as happy as I am. Like I'm very much, I want to make sure everyone else is having just as much fun, working just as much hard as I am as anything else. So I think that's what like drives it. me. Plus pre-workout. Again, just <laughs> I really have to throw that one in there. <laughs> I do a lot of caffeine. <laughs> but that, no, but that's interesting. So you, you feed off of the energy of others. And so like, do, and do you, if you see somebody that maybe is not having a good time is that a challenge like you during my class when you just weren't punching the bag yeah gone mm -hmm. i always have a good time i always have a good time. <laughs> whether i'm punching the bag or not i'm having a good time <laughs> frustrates all right anyways the questions are coming from me to you from now on at least i got sidetracked now what was the question i was just asking you so if somebody has low energy, whether it's in a boxing class or even in the business world, like, do you feel that it's a challenge for you to see if you can help them raise their energy level? Because I think that can be tough sometimes if you enter a room and the energy's low, I even do this. Like it's hard for me to bring my same level of energy if there's low energy in the room. No, I agree. It's, it can be, it's definitely a struggle, but I think it's not just bringing their energy level to match mine because obviously I, I'm way up there on my energy, yeah, so I can't expect I can't expect everyone to do that. Um, I think it's more the sense of making everyone feel almost like included or sense like adding value. I love saying that to people during work, during boxing, during 
anything I'm doing when we're out with friends, like, are you adding value right now? Let's, let's, let's go. Like we can, we can add value to this. Um, so I think it's more just like making sure everyone's feeling included. I go from that level. And then if I can get their energy level off, great, like we'll go at it together. But it's just, I hate it when I see someone sitting there, like at someone trying to say something and they don't say it or just boxing where they aren't punching me because they are uncomfortable. I just want everyone to feel comfortable and welcomed wherever I'm at, I guess. I like that. That's well said. But at the same time, I got to give you credit because it seems like while you're great around a group of people, you can also motivate yourself when you're by yourself, whether it's workouts or otherwise. So you're able to do both. That's pretty impressive. How do you motivate yourself when you're by yourself? Pre-workout. <laughs> but um, I don't, it's just a mentality I have. I like to compete with myself in a sense. Um, a lot of people say I'm really hard on myself and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, I'm very, very hard on myself. Um, I mean, Matt, you know, I send you my running splits and you're like, you're doing fine. And I'm beating myself up over it. Um, so it's, it's fine. Like, I, I like to just encourage myself to do it. I feel better whenever I encourage myself to, I, I have my days where I have to sit in Netflix all day or, you know, just hang out and do nothing all day. I have those days, but usually I'm, I'm not the happiest in those moments. I'm happier when I'm out doing things, working out, talking to people, just living, living life, I guess, as you would say it, or living oh, the dream. Right? Living the dream. That's it. Way to give a shout out to the name of the podcast. <laughs> well played. No, but I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I appreciate you. I feel like you are harder on yourself as am I, but you seem like you're very good at giving yourself grace. And this is one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. And Elise has taught me and I'm still not very good at it, but I'm learning that it's okay to have a few pieces of candy every now and then, or like maybe some ice cream. I haven't had ice cream in a while, but I no, I I really I admire that that you have like this this balance of you're clearly extremely healthy but you give yourself grace as well. Is there is is there a secret to that for people like me and other ones that like feel they need to be eating healthy 24/7? How can you help us, Elise? <laughs> oh, heavy question. No. We're going deep. We're diving deep now. I don't know. I've just always learned everything is best in moderation. Um, I just think if it's okay, like if I have a piece of candy or ice cream, I keep chips and salsa and ice cream in my apartment, no matter what, um, everyone learns that about me. Chips and salsa are my go-to. I eat it almost every day of my life. And I guess it's like, that's the thing for me. I don't know. Like I have, that's where I can be. Like I can have this. This makes me happy. I I'm enjoying it. And I guess in life I've learned a lot. Like I got to fill my own cup and then like that kind of and makes more than just actual food. Like clearly I need to fill. I also eat like a crazy person. So like, um, I eat a lot. Wait, so I need to, fully um, believe that. I don't think I fully believe that, but go ahead. Continue. Oh, I, I have, yes, I, I love to eat. I have a very high appetite, but I also work out a lot. So it kind of like goes hand in hand, but, um, I like to fill my cup. I've learned that a lot recently just to do things that make me happy. And that's what it means to fill your cup or like make your own cocktail, I guess is like what one of the sayings is out there is like, make whatever it is that you makes you happy. Do that of, of some capacity every day. And so like, for me, what makes fills my cup or makes me happy is chips and salsa. And that's going to just be it for me. And like that's where it's at. Boxing is a huge thing. It's a huge passion of mine. 
And so I'll do that running. Um, some sort of working out will make me happy. That's what I'll do. Talking with friends or family, being banter back and forth with people, that makes me happy. Like it's just fun and a great attitude. And so that's filling my cup. And that's kind of how I meant, I guess, justify maybe eating that candy or eating that chip that day or something. I'm, that was long-winded, sorry. <laughs> oh, that was a great answer. I wrote down, I think that's going to be the name of this episode is fill your own cup. I like that. <laughs> That's really I take credit. I mean, a lot of people out there are saying, and there's a lot of good books and stuff about it. So I can't take full credit on it, but it's, it's, I like following that mentality. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I think that's a great, that's a great mentality. Fill your own cup. And that's a good transition. Speaking of filling your own cup into something insane that we were both a part of like a week and a half, two weeks ago. So mm-hmm. let me just tee this story up real quick. And you can correct me if I'm telling the story. Yeah, don't get it wrong this time. Don't get it wrong. I'm not going to get it wrong. This is this is really what went down. So Elise and I and a few others were out to dinner before this half marathon, marathon 50K in Clearwater a couple of weeks ago. Well, when this comes out, it'll be like a month and a half ago at that point. And we're all just sitting around chatting. People are asking me what I'm doing because I was going to be in Florida for a couple of weeks. I said skydiving in at the end of the following week and at least said something to the effect of wait what you're going skydiving like i'd be down for that and fast forward a week from when she made that comment and we were driving to the skydiving place and getting ready to go up in an airplane that's true right yeah that's pretty much how it went down i mean i said oh i would kind of be interested in that and i think like i said earlier that's non-negotiable when you tell matt something he'll hold you to it so i think i got a couple texts maybe some video chats of hey you better be showing up for this skydiving thing um and of course i gotta hold myself accountable just as matt held me accountable so showed up and it was it was great that's it was yeah, it was an experience for sure. If you... well, we're we're going to dive in. We're definitely <laughs> I was like, do you want me to dive in. into that yet? Or... We're definitely going to dive into that. But just a quick point, because I think this is really cool. I think having people in your life, and I, I'm assuming you have other people that do this too, but that will push you. I mean, you do this for other people. Like You've done it for me, and I'm sure many people in class. But like, put people that you can be around that are going to hold you accountable, that are going to push you out of your comfort zone, because like, I don't know, that's just what clearly lights both of us up and it's doing things that memorable. Like we're never going to forget that. And our buddy Joey that did it, like that was, that's an experience we're, we're never going to forget. So I just think it's cool to have people like you and it's a select few in my life that will legitimately push me that hard. Um, so I love it. Were you regretting when you were driving to the skydive place where you were regretting saying yes at any point no i will say i did not regret it i wasn't regretting it i um i wasn't as scared as i thought i was going to be i was very anxious and excited but no i didn't regret it i might have regretted some of the like emails and stuff i had to like you know push aside for my job but other than that no i was i was full in i was 100 percent in and that's kind of the way i've been going at it just if I'm going to say yes to something, just go full, full send, as they say. Full send. I love it. So, so <laughs> let's, let's get into the story. So we get, this place is out in the middle of nowhere, this airstrip. Literally in the middle of nowhere. Like the scariest kind of place of Florida. It was wild. Like there was nothing for miles. I can't believe we had cell reception, which was spotty at best. So I was a little uneasy of just, we were in the middle of nothing. 
and then tell tell everybody like what happened when we got there and some of the stuff that went down before we even went up in the plane so we got there and there's it's a big warehouse pretty much we're walking in we got to sign all these forms and everything and hundreds got, of forms tons of forms like signing our lives away just pretty much just over like, and over many times hey. and of course like where you have to like fill out our like our address name number all that stuff we had to fill out um emergency contacts and like matt and i look at each other like moms okay writing <laughs> our moms down <laughs> we're not really thanks sure. mom mom's listening you're my emergency contact really now we're like all right we're gonna fill out our moms here um and if you guys haven't noticed yet i love to laugh and i love to smile but especially when i get nervous or maybe just nervous probably or anxious i do it more often i laugh and i smile and i'm just like so i start doing this with the workers there matt's recording on his phone like the different parts and everything this guy joey walks in never met him in our lives we just bring him in our circle. We're like, come on, Joey. Here we go. We needed more he's support. Like, Who the heck are these people? <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like getting ready, you know, filling out these forms. They're kind of explaining the process to us. I'm getting my awkward, nervous laugh kind of happening. And I start asking some random questions. And Matt, what question did I ask the lady? <laughs> I, I wasn't going to actually bring this up, but now that you did, we have to talk about it because there is a video of it and it will surface at some point. But she, Elise has actually asked the worker, there's probably like seven people in the room. What happens? If, I think you asked, what, what happens if I throw up on my instructor? Was that the question? Yeah. yeah. Would he be prepared if I throw up? Would he be prepared? I th- what did she? I think that's why they have a helmet. Is that part yeah. of why they have a helmet? She said that. She's like, no, they're fully equipped. That's why they have the helmet to for any type of what was it like extra things that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> but who asked that? I can't imagine many people come in there and have the guts to ask that question in front of seven or eight people they don't even know. Well yeah. done. But that yeah. that's. Honestly, I think there's a takeaway there, though. What do you think about this? Like, doing stuff that is clearly a, um, it can make you very anxious, but doing, like, I think if you're doing it with the right people, then it can bring down the level of anxiety in a big way. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of brought that up earlier, too. Again, just being with the right people and having that right, people in your life like no matter what type of situation it is like whether you have people who are encouraging you to work out or like be accountable to certain things or you have your people that you can take these crazy risks with or like do this crazy thing with and like they encourage you and make you feel comfortable with it like I can say with like you and Joey and the group there like I might have not known those people but they knew how to make you feel comfortable and they knew to make you feel like you're safe and like Hey, you're not this crazy person. You're just here to, you know, enjoy something. And I, I think I, that really resonated with me there. <laughs> I agree. And they did do a good job at the place of making you yeah. feel comfortable as well. So, so we have what, 15, 20 minutes of training. And then we're basically hopping on this plane. Like, is that an exaggeration or is that pretty much accurate? Yeah. The best part is the training they say is they put us in this four by four room with oh. like these like 90s posters of skydiving and then what like 80 90s vsr tape or whatever video 
explaining the dangers of skydiving and (laughs) the three of us were sitting in there just it was the guy giving the training had this beard like down here he was in this big red chair and like bullet points like old school bullet points popping up of like you need to make sure you're in a banana shape versus a flat (laughs) shape and And then of course like we're laughing and it's like we're taking it seriously don't get like please take it seriously but like (laughs) we're listening there and then they're like now here are the dangers you might die (laughs) you're just like they did say that that was said on the video (laughs) i was like okay i i think at that point matt i think that's when i started getting up and i started doing like um jumping lunges because i was just like calisthenics in the middle of the four by four room yes i'm like i can't i can't listen to this this is just too much for me um so yeah we just kind of watched this 20 minute video went out and we just got suited up and like the instructors were great they were high energy as well so funny try to keep things light and everything and just got suited up and next thing we know is the timer they had a timer from the minute we walked in like counting down of until when we would start finally the timer went and I think they're like guys let's go and I'm like I think it's time I know that (laughs) timer that timer made me a little bit nervous when I was taking down I got a little bit nervous looking at the timer Mm -hmm. but then so so then the timer hits zero and we basically walk out to this plane and they're taking videos of us which was kind of like a blur at that point and then like we get we get in the plane and start going up and what are you thinking at that point Oh, I pretty much said like, oh crap, there's no turning back. I'm like pretty sure I said that on the video. I'm like, you did. Oh. I think you did. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, it hit me. I was just like, oh crap. Like there is, and I think I said to Matt, I think you and your instructor, I was like, oh my God, there's no way down. And of course, Matt in his fashion goes, well, there's only one way down now, at least like, good luck. There is a quick way down. There's a very quick way down. <laughs> yeah. So we just went up. Um, it was really pretty. I mean, like, view, it was a really small plane. Like, it wasn't like Delta wasn't flying us or anything. But like, we, it was like it was a nice small plane that we went up in, and they showed us all the sugar cane that apparently yeah. they grow in Florida and everything. And um, they kept like they take little videos and stuff, really trying to encourage, like, make funny jokes and stuff. Um, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but like they, I was, I guess, was showing some sort of nervous signs I guess I was being very awkward or something and so Joey and his instructor made me a little airplane out of a gum piece of wrapper and they gave it to me as like my emotional support like thing they're like here hold this and you'll be fine (laughs) I didn't know that that's amazing yeah and so they gave me this gum wrapper that was shaped like an airplane they're like hold this until you fall and like let it go and let it fly with you i'm like wow you're making that sound so beautiful and it's like not that beautiful of a thing that's great that there's a motivational counseling session going on during the flight up i didn't even know that yeah and so i was like thank you so we got up um we were ready do you guys do you remember the traffic jam that we had yes when we that that didn't help that freaked me out that freaked, yeah. i think that was like my scariest point i was me like too. get out of the way like what what traffic could be up in fourteen thousand feet <laughs> like, yes there might have been some other choice words used that we won't repeat yes. often, but uh yeah they they open the door to jump out and the one guy's like looking outside and then i think he slammed the door shut mm-hmm. and said i thought he was joking at first he said there's traffic yeah. i don't know if that means that was a commercial airline that was 
I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, a commercial plane was coming right off of wherever that airport was, was yeah. coming right underneath us. So like whenever you're on like those commercial flights, they're like, oh, you're at 10,000 feet. You can use your iPad. Well, they were in our way of falling. So like that's where they were. That from that point, he closed the gate to when it opened again was the longest two minutes or however long that was. That part sucked. I was not a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was long. How did you feel now whenever you got up to the window then to fall? Um, I'm asking the questions, at least we talked about this earlier. Uh, <laughs> I, I was very happy. So there was three of us jumping tandem. I was the first one out which I was very happy about because I didn't want to be somebody sitting there for the the rest of everybody. Were you last? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have told you this at the time, but I would not have wanted to be last. So kudos <laughs> to you. I, I, I don't think, I don't think it really, really, really hit me until our feet were standing on the side of the plane. And then like those five seconds we were standing there and I'm like, this is actually going to happen. I, I think it wasn't until then that I, I don't know that I freaked out, but at least said that I got very serious, which is not normal for me. Uh, and That's I think I had to ask the question. I had to let your audience know. <laughs> <laughs> I did get, to, I think I got to watch that video again, but I think I got serious. Like, Oh my God, like this is, this is pretty freaky right now. But then as soon as we jumped, the, the fear for me went away as soon as we jumped out of the airplane. Like I, I wasn't, I don't know what you were thinking. I'm curious to ask you this. I wasn't thinking at any point while free falling, which for anyone that's never done it, it's like 60 to 70 seconds of free fall. I wasn't thinking at that point, what if the chute doesn't open? Like that wasn't, I was not thinking that because I think I wasn't thinking anything. I don't know. What, what, what about you? Like right before, what were you thinking as we were jumping out? Like, were you getting more nervous when we were jumping out? Mm-hmm. I was getting pretty nervous. Um, I, I've been watching my video a bunch and I watched my legs start shaking more and more like as you guys were going and in my nervous fashion, I, I can see my, cause they put music over this like video so they don't hear you screaming your life away. <laughs> they put this music over it and I can see my mouth um, saying like, I, like you went, I was like, bye Matt, bye. <laughs> and then Joey went, I'm like, bye Joey. <laughs> Bye, Joey. Oh, I have to watch that again. I don't know if I saw that uh, part. So I, honestly, like I, I was, I think I was so focused on you two that I really didn't like focus on myself, like at all, like in my head, I was just watching you guys and just like excited and happy for you. And then selfless, at least selfless, at least right there again, bam, <laughs> patting herself in the back just without even, I want everyone like to have fun. I just want everyone to have fun. <laughs> um, but I just remember going up and like the one thing I've told other people too is like my guy at least like didn't not give me time to think at all like it was just like I went up to the edge I remember looking at the pilot like oh see ya <laughs> and then like shaking a little bit like I can just notice from the video like my hands were shaking but like no time to think of like oh my god what if that parachute doesn't open like what if uh, this doesn't happen or like maybe I don't want to like no time like it was there next thing I knew I was falling and it was just like I think that's something like I've kind of taken away from that experience that just one little snippet is just like you can't overthink everything unfortunately like it is what it is the situation at hand it is 
it is what it is and then like you just gotta go with it or you just gotta fall with it if we're gonna use that analogy here so, this like, is a great analogy i love this takeaway this is good yeah like i i guess that's like i've really been thinking about that a lot just like there was no point of overthinking it i was there and he didn't let me and i it was some things just aren't meant to be overthinked it's just supposed to do and that's i guess where i'm at with that yeah but that's a good takeaway because i haven't thought about that so that's one of your takeaways is that can be used outside of the skydiving world is oh yeah to not overthink certain situations yeah there's some things that's just like it's not not worth it but it's just not necessary it is it's there you just gotta do it and move forward with it and that's kind of I've, i don't know it was a big i guess i really when i think about it i kind of really got to me with that i was like i didn't even, even let me like freak out like how rude of him like how rude <laughs> that he just even let me freak out about this <laughs> oh every second standing on that ledge longer would have made it 10 times worse i'm sure yeah yeah so what were you think can you remember what you were thinking while free falling or maybe you weren't thinking anything I honestly, I don't think I was thinking much. I think I know like when we start, like when the parachute went up, the first thing that came out of my mouth is what the hell did we just do? As <laughs> if like, I just like, wasn't there. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, that was literally the first thing I said that was out of my mouth. Like, just what did we just do? And so it was just, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I do remember the free fall being long. Like, uh, like everyone thinks it would just like last, like, oh, it's over. I, truly felt like the free fall I felt it I felt like it was the 60 seconds that they tell you it is like it was definitely the 60 seconds <laughs> I, I agree actually I agree with that and it was also yeah. I don't know if this affected you it was I was wearing like a t-shirt and shorts because it was hot on the ground it was cold as soon as you jump out of the mm -hmm. plane I think they said it was like maybe it was 80 on the ground and 40 or something when we jumped out something like that yeah i think so yeah mm -hmm. like my face was i remember my face being really cold and thinking yeah i agree i think the 60 seconds felt like 60 seconds yeah my mom of course hi mom <laughs> she also um watched the video too and she told me she kept re-watching because she literally saw like my skin coming off my face <laughs> of like that's how fast we were falling. She's like, I couldn't even like comprehend that. Like, that's how fast you guys are. like, your skin was like flapping off. I'm like, thanks mom. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> Mom's always there for positive support. <laughs> thanks mom is right. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I'm sure mine was too. I mean, everybody's is you can't yeah. you can do about that. There's, what about, what about this takeaway? I was thinking about this too. Um, like after doing that, it feels to me like, and I, I was going to ask you if you feel the same, everything else that I've done since then has felt less stressful or having anxiety over it. Because it's like, if you can jump out of an airplane, what can't you do? Like, do you feel any, any of that? Like, do you feel more empowered to do more of what you want to do? I think I go back to the same mentality of like overthinking it. Like, Hey, if I can jump out of a plane, I can present at this meeting or yeah. I can, I can answer that text message or like whatever it might be. Like, um, I guess that was, I guess I kind of have that mentality. I guess that's a good question. I never thought of it that way, but I guess ever, maybe since then I have a little bit more confidence in myself. I think everything I've done, like this risky mentality you brought up, like it's just giving me more confidence in myself. And it's just kind of gives me a little bit learning more about who I am and just getting more confidence to do more things. So I agree. Elise mm -hmm. walked out of there with some swag in her step. I would say that <laughs> we're walking a little bit differently after this experience. 
<laughs> I appreciate you sharing. That's such a, those are some good takeaways. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Before we wrap up, I always ask three random questions to guests that don't know what is coming. So are you ready? Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, uh, the first one is the softball. I'll give you an easy one. What are you most grateful for in life? Could be any area of life. Doesn't have to be, could be anything. Hmm. What am I most grateful? I have a lot to be grateful for, especially like recently. I have a lot, but Good yeah, start. Matt, you're yeah, you're great, Matt. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I just no. typed in the chat to Elise. Make sure you say me first, and then you can say what else you want. <laughs> no, but I will say Matt included. Um, just one of my support system that I've had um for the past like couple of years. Just really with my parents, my family, my brothers, a lot of my friends. And everything, just really great support system that holds me accountable, but pushes me like the oh, kind of like the whole message that we talked about all this whole session here. Just I'm really grateful for the support system I have and like being encouraging me and letting me do these decisions, I guess, especially the move to Florida. Um, I mean, if, as you said, people are mourning and I feel that, but I'm a Pittsburgh <laughs> girl through and through. Don't forget it. I am a Pittsburgh girl. Heart always will be bleed black and yellow type thing but um to have a support system to move here and tell me that it, it's okay you know and i can do it is what i'm very grateful for and as i continue to get adjusted down here and kind of build a life down here i'm very supportive or grateful for my supportive system well said i that's very cool do you have and i mean that's your doing you're you surrounded yourself with the right people i guess Family, we can't really help, but I mean, the friends, you got the right, you got the right friends around you. I've learned a lot about being, having the right people around you. I've learned a lot of the people that you need. And even if it's not a great number of people, it's, it's quality over quantity when it comes to certain things in life. And that's what I've learned. So it's good to have them. That's a very good takeaway. I agree with that too. Mm-hmm. You can have less friends that are more impactful, that that could be more powerful than having hundreds of friends that are just surface level. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I know you dangled the carrot earlier that you're not going to tell us exactly what insanity you have planned in the future, but I'm still going to ask, do you have, what is one goal you have in 2023? Do you have, do you, you, Uh, okay. I kind of want to ask you this. Cause I don't know the answer to it. Do you want to run like you're at nine half marathons? We didn't even get into mm-hmm. that. Do you want to run a 10th half marathon? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to do a 10th half marathon. I don't know when, um, but for sure a 10th half marathon is in the books for 2023 or early 2024. As of right now, like I, because I do live in the sunshine state, I have all year round to train. So um, she'll do it. She'll do it in twenty twenty three. Everybody, she'll do it in twenty twenty three. I think so. I just gotta pick somewhere cool. I would like to do my tenth half um, somewhere cool. So we'll see. Uh, that's definitely in there. Um, another goal is just to do yoga more. I don't know if you guys do yoga or, but it's always been a goal of mine to get more into it. So I'm trying to go like once or twice a week, got to stretch. Apparently it's a lot better than for you than you realize. So just really try to get more focused on that. With Elise's energy and enthusiasm, seeing you in a yoga class would be pretty entertaining. That'd be very entertaining. Namaste is not really a namaste for me. (laughs) That's exactly what I just. (laughs) 
don't really know how to namaste. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Now I get to hold you accountable for doing more yoga. I will keep that in mind. All right. Last question is, I'm kind of curious to see what you're going to say about this, because I think about this a lot. What, how do you define happiness? Chips and salsa. <laughs> Easily please. That's beautiful. That's all it takes. I like it. <laughs> Simple girl. Um, no. How do I define happiness? Um, I it's a, I think it's different for everyone. I mean, like I like I said, I love to smile and I love to laugh. So if I can smile and laugh every day, then I think I'm in a pretty good space. So if I'm not smiling or I'm not laughing, someone give me a call and I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know why. But, um, just being able to smile. And I think, again, like learning to be confident in yourself, not overthinking things, I think has helped me find a better happiness in life, not overthinking something like it is what it is it happened you move on like they or what or whatever it happened like they're supposed to be there it's not and like I can't I can't force something that's not there you know so I think that's kind of where I'm at and finding my journey of happiness of course everyone has their ups and downs but I think that's my journey right now laughing and smiling and hitting things I mean god people go hit a bag it will make everyone happy it does it, it does make <laughs> It's like in a weird way, it makes me happy too. That's it's kind of odd how that works, but it's so true. Yeah, it's very so true. that's that's where I'm at. I think smile, happy, and hit hit but things. I, smile, happy, and hit. Wait, we might have a new name of this episode. That's just, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm gonna write that down too. Smile, happy, and hit. You know what I like about that? I gotta give you some credit. That's a simple but powerful answer. I like that. Wait, mm -hmm. What was it? Smile. What was the second one? Smile. La oh, smile, laugh, and hit things. Smile, smile laugh, laugh hit, things. hit things. That's definitely <laughs> the name of this episode. I love it. Elise, thanks for hopping on. I'm so glad yeah. that we were able to do it. You are a badass woman, and I am grateful for our year plus or almost year long friendship. You're a, you're an inspiring human being, and I love you. Love to laugh. So good luck in Florida, <laughs> and come back and visit us in the Berg at some point. Oh, I will. Don't you worry. I appreciate it. <laughs> Bye, Elise. Thank you all Bye. for listening and or watching. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. <laughs> Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much.